here, you and I had a, a delicious lunch the other day <laughs> at one of our favorite Chinese buffets. When we walk in, they, they tremble, don't they? Yeah. It's like, yeah, get the uh, Rangoon ready. <laughs> Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the music. Now we're up to the latest hit by English singer Phil Collins. The Zingers. Whose husband are you, dog face? <laughs> Whose husband are you looking for? <laughs> and the self-indulgence. Chicks dig me because I rarely wear underwear. And when I do, it's usually something unusual. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And today, another edition of 80s News Now. With me as always, he's the Stacey Q to my Kylie Minogue. Times pop music critic Sean Daly. I love it, baby. I love it. You can't keep us off the mic. No. You can't keep us off the mic. We're like Flavor Flav. we got to be rocking the mic. And we demanded... We had to. We told our bosses, forget you. We're going to go record a show today. 80s News Now, babe. we got some good ones. Of course. We always do because the 80s never dies around here, my friend. No. We keep the fires burning. <laughs> I have no idea where this show's going today. No, it's a bizarre matter. I can tell you energy. where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got some hot items. Are you ready, Paul Harvey? Here we go. All right. 80s teen queens Tiffany and Debbie Gibson are back together. Rivals reunited for a summer tour. What say ye, Sean Daly? Will you go see this double bill? Absolutely. I know people on your blog and on our Facebook page were irate. They preferred to have these two enemies uh, remain enemies, but now they're friends. Or frenemies, something like that. But I think that's a great idea. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And the malls could certainly, you know, use some more customers. I know. I can't, I'm going to get a nice, tight, hot topic tea, you know? Oh, God. Show off my man boobs and rock out to that. I'm no, great. but you're not, you don't want to go to this? No, you know, Debbie Gibson's great. You know, me, me and Debbie are tight. And, uh, no, uh, the three of us are all tight. No, the two of us are tight. Why are you you're tight? Like, Just because that one wheel. picture? Oh, man. Yeah, but, we did have that amazing. Is that our only in studio interview with Debbie Gibson? Yeah, unless you count uh, Jeff in Cuba. <laughs> I don't. No, <laughs> Jeff in Cuba in Germany. I do. I do indeed. Yeah. No. So, so here's my thing. I mean, I actually got more off of Jeff in Cuba. I got a little. Really? Uh, yeah. I got. I got to second base with Jeff in Cuba. Nothing from Debbie Gibson. The irony. The irony. <laughs> don't ask him. Please don't tell <laughs> anymore. Uh, no, see, my thing, Debbie Gibson's got a nice catalog of hits. You I mean about a good dozen? Dozen? Tiff- Tiffany's got one. Dozen? Tiffany's Debbie Gibson has, I think we're alone now, right? No, that's Tiffany. Oh, see? sorry. Debbie Gibson has uh, only In My Dreams. Right. Out what of the Blue. I? Oh, yeah. Well, Electric ah, Youth. Ah, ah. Yeah. They're I don't know about like a dozen. You could not, you, you can't name five, but that's okay. She's a friend of the show. Nah, we like fun. Her. It's a fun. I like it. I like the idea. We're all in love with the 80s again. 
Who are two other great enemies in the 80s who should reunite and do a tour together? Do you have anyone? Yeah, one comes to mind. I mean, I don't think a lot of people know this, but back in the day, back when um, the, the romantic movement, the new romantic movement was getting started, there were two bands who, who hit at the exact same time. One went on to great success, and one went on to record a song that you hate. I'm speaking, of course, of Duran Duran and Spando Ballet. They hated each other? They were tremendous rivals. Really? They came up in the same town. Spent that ballet had like time. one hit. Why uh, would, they why would Duran Duran care about they both, them? But they both arrived. They both debuted at the same time. Yeah. And, and, and there was a lot of talk about who was going to be the bigger band. At one point in time, I mean, people were talking Spando Ballet could have been... Nobody said You said yeah, that I said in your that. room by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know Well, you know whose side I'm on. Yeah, Duran Duran. Yeah. We all know who won. But wouldn't it be a great double bill? To no. See- no. I, I hate Spandau Ballet. You know what I'd do? I'd sit out in the parking lot and, and, and drink. <laughs> boo! I'd, I'd smoke my cigarettes and drink my alcohol and I'd rage. And then when Duran Duran came on, you would like shine a flashlight out the, the bathroom uh, window and I'd know it was, it was safe for me to come in. <laughs> You'd love to see that. Ah, you know, they, it would probably do well. But Duran Duran would... I bet they still don't like each other. Or Duran Duran is like, spend out who? We won. Yeah. 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 That's all that really matters. But I'll go world. see uh, Tiffany and Debbie Gibson. Sure. And have them sign my um, uh-huh. my Playboy magazines. Oh, that's and right. I They're both fr- in I it. Framed. Yeah, they yeah. I, I respect them. They, 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 they love their bodies. They're showing off their bodies. It was an artistic decision that I, I stand behind 100%. Okay, so... It goes without saying that you know the question that's coming up next. Who would you rather? Today. There's a photo of them today on my blog as they look, you know, in done, 2011. Done. Easy. Who? Tiffany. Really? Yeah. I, I'm really, I, I'm liking her style these days. She went out, and this is horrible. I, you know what, ladies? I don't mind, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm all for what you want to do with your bodies. I, I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I love it. A free love. You know, but <laughs> Tiffany went out and got herself um, a, a very had her breasts augmented to a, a, an exaggerated degree. You know, she <laughs> wears uh, you know the the short minis and stuff like that. She's got the big red hair. I, I'm I'm in I'm into uh, definitely Tiffany. You huh. are Debbie Gibson. Debbie Gibson all the way. Because yeah. you had a because um, you what you did the because uh, in a way I was I've already kind of sized her up. Yeah, when we went in for the hug that one day. <laughs> You know, plus, but you know what? I wouldn't. But I I appreciate them as artists and not as 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 physical objects. So I'd like to. Who would I rather talk to? (laughs) Both of them and give them a great interview. Oh God! Can I ask you a question? (laughs) Yeah, your voice is kind of like froggy today. Yeah, what's going on with your voice? Well, remember when you lived with me and every once in a while in the morning I'd wake up to every once in a while. But you mean the. That was my alarm clock. You're vomiting in the morning. You're dry heat. I did. And this sometimes morning. they weren't so I dry. Sick. I got sick this morning. What happened? Too much Easter merriment? No, Ooh. but that wasn't it. I I got that. I got you know. You get the vomit in the head. You know. You start thinking about it. Next thing you know, oh, you're doink. a total head case. Hey Steve. Good morning. <laughs> hey Steve. You want to go get some Denny's? <laughs> I'm worried about you. And you wouldn't even do it in the toilet. You do it in the, like the kitchen sink. Here I'm over there trying to make a pop tart. Hey, do you want a blueberry? It's <laughs> all right. Maybe. Look, we were both sharing a toilet. I wasn't sticking my head anywhere near it, okay? <laughs> At the same time, we crossed streams. Yeah, I know. Not good. All right. What's up next on 80s News Now? 
The great Weird Al Yankovic and the barely tolerable Lady Gaga squared off on the internet recently. The battle lines, whether Weird Al would be allowed to record a parody of Born This Way. His version, Perform This Way, was reportedly shot down by Gaga. But after he went public with it on the blog, Gaga camped at a 180 and said the lady hadn't even heard it yet. And once she did, she gave it the okay. Yeah, this uh, this story um, started bubbling late last week. And, uh, you know, when we first heard it, Weird Al was really bummed. He had recorded 11 tracks for a new album. And I guess... He always records the single last because it has to be topical, right? Sure. And so he went after Gaga's Born This Way, and uh, which is a horrible song. I, I, I kind of like her. I saw her in concert. I like her a lot more than you do because you don't like her at all. But right. Born This Way, we both agree, is this bad Madonna extract, you know, with a weird Vogue rap in the middle and express yourself and all that. But, um, you know, Weird Al's like, man, Gaga's camp shot me down. And, of course, it went viral. And it's, it, the, his song, Perform This Way, is hilarious. You know, why don't we give him a little snippet of it now? I'm sure my critics will say it's a grotesque display. Well, they can bite me, baby, I perform this way. I might be wearing Swiss cheese or maybe covered with bees. It doesn't mean I'm crazy, I perform this way. Perform this way. Do my little monsters pay. Life's cause I perform this way. Baby, I perform this way. That is really good. It's great. I'd say it's classic Weird Al. And Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Good. Weird Al, uh, you know, people talk about, well, that's that's funny that Gaga would shoot him down when Madonna so willingly gave over, you know, Like a Virgin, which became Like a Surgeon. But here's my point. <laughs> here's my point. I, I have a theory about Weird Al. <laughs> I must sleep with you. No, here's the theory. He takes a song like like a, like a Virgin, turns into Like a Surgeon. It's not necessarily making fun of Madonna. No. But when he went after Eminem and did Would the Real, Real Slim Shady Please Shut Up, Ugh. that whole song is an attack on Eminem. You, don't like, you didn't like that, did you? You were kind of put well, off by that. Well, it's a little that. mean-spirited. Yeah. But Perform This Way is the same idea. It's more of an attack, you know, a funny attack. Kind of like you attack me on a daily basis right, in the newsroom, yeah. and everyone's like, oh, what oh. slam? What insult is Steve going to have about Sean today? Yeah. Yeah. That's all I've got. That's what I use. <laughs> and so Weird Al's kind of, it was, it was sort of an insulting parody. Uh-huh. But he's done it before, you know, and, you know, I, I, I don't blame Gaga's camp for saying right off the bat. Yeah. No. So the story was is that Gaga shot it down, but then Gaga's camp said no. It was one of her underlings uh, dismissed it. Uh, out of hand, saying no way would she want this. And then when she heard it, she said she'd never heard it before. And then when she heard it, she's like, no, no, he can do it. So you and I kind of had this debate. Is this Gaga trying to save face because, you know, um, it went viral and people were really behind it. It was kind of a smear on her. Or, you know, um, is that really the case? She didn't hear it, then she liked it. Or somebody came to her and said, you know what? It actually helps your sales when Weird Al does a parody of your song, which is, I, I bet, true. And he probably has to pay a... You say he doesn't have to pay residuals. I think there, there's got to be some sort of well, payment going I th- on. I think under uh, the way the courts have ruled, he is... Uh, parody or satire. Yeah, because it's a yeah. satire. He's got yeah. fair use. But, yeah. but I could be wrong. You know, but yeah. I, I imagine... So there are reasons... You know, I kind of can buy the fact that sometimes these underlings... I've told you before, like PR people before I do an interview always tell me, don't ask this. 
And then I get halfway through an interview with someone. I'm like, you know what? Your PR guy said I couldn't, but you seem like a good guy. And the artist is always like, what? You can ask me anything you want. Like a lot of times PR people and underlings act on their own accord, you know? And then the artist is, you know, totally cool with it. So I don't know. There's something's going on here. I I, kind of like Gaga. I know you don't. But anyway, the good news is Weird Al's Perform This Way is going to be on his Yeah, next, can't wait for the video. should be fun. I know. It's funny. When we interviewed Weird Al not too long ago, we asked him if he was going to do a Bieber. But do we also we also asked him if he was going to do a Gaga he, parody, And he right? did in concert. He did. In, he does polka face instead of... <laughs> it, it, he I'm does, laughing at that already. Yeah, he does like 30 seconds of it. It's really funny. Yeah. I'd like to see. I'd like to hear the whole thing. Talia Shire, a.k.a. Adrian Balboa, from our favorite Rocky movies, has turned 65 years old. 65. Hmm. Easily one of the most compelling characters from the Rocky franchise, Shire has earned nominations for both an Oscar and a Razzie for her role as Adrian over the years. Sean Daly, my gosh, what the hell? Wow, Talia Shire, 65. 65. To be honest, she's still pretty hot. Yeah, wh- yeah. You like Talia Shire? She was always too mousy for me, which is a horrible thing to say. No, who, but who am I? She who bl- am I to sit here on my throne? I love the way she blossoms over the series. I mean, she, I mean, number one, you wouldn't touch her. Number two, she's looking kind of. Eh. By number three, she's hot. Hmm. Hmm. By number four, she's like uh, a goddess. Tiffany. <laughs> she's not that. <laughs> um, I like yeah Talia Shire, but I'm going to say the most uh, compelling character is Polly. Really? Yeah, he's bad. He's so disgruntled. Like, he kept that character throughout. Like, the bitter brother, jealous of Rock. He's very a complex. Burt Young. Does he ever really come around? Character. Does he ever really come around? I, he's just know. always bad mood. He makes really bad jokes at the wrong time. Yeah. You know, Adrian gets so angry at Polly. Doesn't, doesn't he accuse her of uh, being spoiled? Like, yeah, she's been you know popped or whatever. Yeah, but then it's weird. In uh, is it Rocky? Uh, either three or four. Polly falls in love with the computer maid or the robot maid. <laughs> I wouldn't say fell in love with her. No, I would just I say they had a her. few. Awkward no, he moments. says I love her. He's a few <laughs> awkward moments. Anyway, all right, we're talking uh, about Rocky. Bring me this, this is tissue box. In uh, oh jeez, what is that? God, you're off the rails. Hey, so um, best Rocky movie. This is uh, in, in in the in in cinema. The debates in cinema when you talk about your favorite Rocky movie. I mean, literally, these discussions will come to fisticuffs. I'm glad that there is a glass partition uh, uh, between us. What is your favorite Rocky movie? Rocky three. Rocky three, no question about it. Uh, that's the second best. Why? Why do you like Rocky three so much? So many great things. Eye of the Tiger. It has uh, Hulk Hogan in there as Thunderlips. Yeah. It has uh, the, the Apollo T. Creed. Mr. T. Apollo, Mr. T. Yeah. It is the ultimate. Ding. 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 Yeah, that is pretty good, but great. Best ending, too. Best ending, right? With ding, ding. Yeah. Yeah. And we talked to our good friend, uh, Carl Weathers. But I'm going to go, and this is very sacrilegious. People are going to turn off their iPods, their computers. I'm going to say the best Rocky movie, Rocky Four. Really? <laughs> I know you gotta like Rocky Four. Don't lie. You know it's got I, the best music. I'll give you Eye of the Tiger is great. It's got the best. You no know, easy, no easy way out. Aaron Tepper. You got, uh, yeah. You got Live in America when Carl Weathers does his dance in the, uh, in the Uncle Sam boxers or whatever they are. The the boxing shorts. You got James Brown. You got Drago. I will crush you. Is yeah. that what he says? Yeah. And then... I, <gasps> I will break you. Two, I will on, break you. Quotes right, Shut Daily. Up. I'm not a quote guy. Um, and then that's what you say to me every day. I will crush you. 
I say I will. I I'm must, like, hey, Cardi I must Spears break and, you. Whatever. Shut up. Anyway, so and then it's got the two best montages in Rocky history. It's got the one where he's driving the Porsche. That's Remember good. That? I like yeah, that. and he's and it's playing Aaron Tepper. Shift, no, shift gears. Shift gears. That's why, because of that damn scene. That's why I stripped like so many clutches and stuff. I started on Toyota Tercel. It was like Rocky montage. But then he goes to Russia. And then, uh, what is it, Hearts on Fire? Is that what plays yeah. McCafferty? Yeah. And then, but then it goes into, um, dun, 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 like, Bill Conti's great Rocky score as he goes up the mountain. Oh, he's sweating. There's so much sweat. And Apollo's dead. And uh, there's so much emotion. <laughs> right now, uh. like, you know what? Netflix should, should send me a thank you note because people all over the world are going out and renting Rocky Four again. <laughs> I don't know about that. You know, people are going to kill us anyway because we didn't say Rocky 1 or 2. That's what's going to happen. That's what I say. Rocky 4. <laughs> when did you stop watching him? What was the last one? Rocky 4. <laughs> How many more were there? Two more? Uh, there was Rocky 5. And then I think there was just another one called oh, I've never... Rocky Balboa, wasn't oh there? Oh, my God. Are there really seven of them? I... Or six? Six, I think. No, I didn't see five with like... Uh... Tommy Gunn. Ugh, no. No, it's not good. No, it's not, not good. good and Rocky Balboa got good reviews, right? Yeah, I got good reviews. I didn't see it. At some point, everybody has to retire. Stuck in the 80s? Not going to (laughs) happen. No. No, not at all. Not with our final 80s News Now bit. Stuck in the 80s originally wanted to go to L.A. for Labor Day weekend for a huge 80s concert at the Hollywood Bowl featuring Human League, B-52's Berlin, and The Fix. However, however, Sean That's awesome. I know. Not a whole lot of support outside <gasps> of our West Coast friends. What? So I asked the question, should we consider changing uh, the venue, the city, the event that Stuck in the 80s uses to gather in 2011? Huh. So go back to Vegas, maybe? Vegas. I you, know. You know, I, well, here's my thing. We For- have more new fans these days in Wisconsin. How many people we got in... Uh- I don't know. The Wisconsin milk state. For, what is all Wisconsin? our emails? The come milk from state, cheese state, cheese state, probably. <laughs> it's America's Dairyland. Oh, America's. Da- I love that America's Dairyland. Um, I don't know, Steve. Uh, you know me. I, I I go with the flow, like a twig on the shoulders of a mighty stream. So if you want to go to L- LA, is great. Here, you and I had a, a delicious lunch the other day <laughs> at one of our favorite Chinese buffets. When we walk in, they they tremble, don't they? Yeah, it's like yeah, get the uh, Rangoon ready. <laughs> I got about fifty extra Rangoon. Um, L.A. is so exciting. There's I've never been to the Hollywood Bowl. This uh, Human League B-52s Berlin, the fix, is a great lineup. Yeah. So much better, no offense, than the lineup we saw in, oh, in yeah. Vegas last year. That was just year. a reason to get together. When admittedly, I didn't bring my A game. Wherever I go this year, I will bring my A game. It's a promise. A lot of Red Bull. A few tears. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we go back to Vegas. I'd want the show to be good. Here's the thing. In Vegas, everything's contained. You don't need a car. No matter where you stay, it's like, hey, we're all meeting at... The Luxor or Caesar's Palace or Bellagio, and everyone's right there. Yeah, yeah. In L.A., it takes an hour to drive everywhere. Right. You know? And it's just totally spread out, and uh, it would be, you know, the people would be on their own a little bit more. We get together at the Hollywood Bowl, but then, like, people could be staying in all different parts of the city. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and maybe not just in Hollywood, but maybe someone's in Santa Monica or, you know. So that's a little, L.A.'s exciting, but it would take more on our part to schedule all that stuff. Yeah. So help us out out there. Find us a concert in a city that works. I'm not against doing more than one this year, but uh, I don't know how much the pocketbook can handle. 
Our lifestyles are expensive. Who do we have in L.A. that we know? What, what Brad, friends? Marty. Brad, who's Brad? I don't know. Brad, Brad Williams. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just giving them trouble. See, I can't even joke about it because now I'm going to get an email. Now Brad is like at, typing. I'm <laughs> as I'm talking, he's now typing a letter. Sean, how could you, I love Brad Williams? Let's pay Brad Williams a sum of money to set up everything for us, <laughs> or some signed uh, mute posters. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love Brad Williams. We got Lori out there. We got all sorts of people. Marty. We got Marty. Uh, Lonnie. Lonnie's out there. Yeah. You know what I would love to do? <gasps> this would be so incredibly cool. What? We rent some sort of van or shuttle. <laughs> no, hold on. Van or shuttle. And we get like 15 to 20 uh, stuck in the 80s. Listeners, and what are you doing? And then we do an '80s themed tour of like Hollywood Hills and all, and we go to like uh, Will Rogers Park, I think, where uh, George Michael, the uh, George Michaels, came out of the bathroom. We can all pose there. Yeah, Halloween House is right off the Sunset That's not a bad Strip. Idea. Get a little party bus. A party bus, and Brad Williams is in there. Marty, Lori, me, you, all of our other. Who am I forgetting? You know Tommy everybody. Tommy Doucette. Tommy Doucette, Tommy D, TD. We get him in there, and we drive. Would that be fun? Yeah, it would be fun. And we drive around, and I, I would actually do the route. <laughs> I would design the route. I get a map to start some, and I would say, and I'd make it really fun though, because you wouldn't know where you were going next, and I'd be like. Spearsy, drive up here, take a left, and stop in front of the red house. And you'd be like, what is it? And I'd be like, Corey Hames house. And people would be like, hey! Really? I, I'm amazed. You love that I idea. I love that idea. It came That's out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere. We haven't even talked about it. It no. came out of nowhere. Uh, so that's uh, that's my plan for for God, Hollywood. Now I'm excited about it again. Here's the problem, though: the tickets for that concert go on sale next week, the beginning of May. Yeah. So if we're gonna do it, if we're gonna stick to it, we gotta decide soon. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I can see the we argument for. Hot. I'll tell you what, though, not to screw up things, but Wisconsin, like I do do a gig in in, in Milwaukee. Yeah. Milwaukee's a great that. Have you ever been to Milwaukee? No. It might as well be named Spearsville. It is like. <laughs> I mean, all the, like the, the the beer tours, the Miller the <laughs> beer house. You take the Miller beer tour, and then you go to the Miller house. Is like this old kind of like vaguely uh, Germanic place. And you just drink, and you get a buzz. Elsinore, they have Elsinore. The, yeah, and they got a place uh, called Mater's, an old German eatery with the the the, the brats and the the, the sausage or the, the potato pancakes and stuff. Oh, God. And then Milwaukee is your kind of town. And then we go to a baseball game. It's much cooler. At Miller there. Park, Less sweating. I know. It, it's so offbeat, it just might work. And then there are people from uh, Chicago. Do we have we have all those fans in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Base note, uh, come they drive right up. It's was it hour and a half, two hours. I don't know. That's God, I'm so excited north. about everything. Let's do two. Let's, Let's do, do double shot. <laughs> anyway, there you go. Okay, there you go. You know what I could use a double shot of right now? The, the seggies. Ah, yes, time for Reader Mailbag, and uh, this is an unusual one. Yeah, and wouldn't you know it, this is from Kai in Kenosha, Wisconsin. See, I told you. Kai would be there, too. Of course. She says, hey, Stephen, Sean, first off, you guys are awesome. We're going to Wisconsin. Screw L.A. <laughs> going to Wisconsin. Party bus in Wisconsin. America's Dairyland. I'm going to get a shirt that says uh, America's Dairyland. Dairyland. On the front, and on the back, it says... You I, can have a theory about, about Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin. 
Hey, Stephen, Sean. First off, you guys are awesome. I think having a podcast dedicated to the 80s is great. So do we. My boyfriend, Barry, is a huge fan of your podcast and in- introduced me to you guys recently. I'd like two things today, if you don't mind. One, a huge shout-out to my boyfriend, Barry. He'd flip to hear you guys mention him. Barry. Uh, number two, we've been watching a bunch of the Toxic Avenger movies and similar works by Michael Hertz and Lloyd Kaufman. Class of Newcomb High 1, 2, and 3, Troma's War, Toxic Avenger 1, 2, etc. Do you know those movies? Toxic, not, not at all. Toxic Avenger, <laughs> yeah, huge cult following in the 80s. Uh, I think you could do an episode based on the music and film of those movies. There's others outside the 80s, but I feel that decade covers the bulk of the movies. Thanks a ton. Kai in Kenosha, Wisconsin, our new favorite state. Huh. Uh, yeah, class of Newcomb High, also known as Atomic High School. 1986. Six, yeah. yeah. Uh, Troma Entertainment. I remember Troma. Um, it looks like the premise of the film is about a New Jersey high school that is lo- located next to a nuclear power plant. The bully of the school, oh, the bully gang of the school called the Cretans, they deal drugs. Of course, they end up getting and smoking some contaminated pot, and the misadventures begin there, yeah. as they often do. <laughs> Um, I'd have to see that. Is that movie available on DVD or not? I I bet it is. I bet we're gonna hear from Fifty Fans. So yeah, it's on Blu-ray. Yeah, some fans of the ages you are. Yeah. It's on the hood. Top God, so Avengers. sue me. I didn't know Top Gun was on Blu-ray yet. <laughs> you know, we I'm, got so many emails. Oh my God! And people were like vitriolic. Yeah, they were not happy with you. Good lord! We try to honor a movie, and all we get is contempt. I know. I know. No, I'll check it out. I'll try, I don't yeah, know if we'll toxic. do a whole podcast on toxic. it. This might be the extent. Can this be the uh, toxic? No, no. Remember, we are talking about doing a show though, where we cover all these topics people want us to do shows on, but we we do like twenty of them in one show. Yeah. Like Toxic Avenger will get 15 like, seconds. Yeah. <laughs> what was the other one we had? We had a great Australia one. Australia in the 80s. Oh, I'm yeah, see, kidding. Now, you know, what you, no. Featherston and I are trying to make no, amends. No, you're not. I'm trying to make amends with Featherston. Yeah, I am. Okay, well, that's coming that's up, I swear guy. to God. Okay. I swear. My hand to God, the Australia show is going to happen within the next couple months. I even got, uh, was it Young Einstein on DVD? Did you really? Yeah, Yahoo who's serious? serious? Yeah. yeah. Let's just do a I'm show on that movie. Just boning up on it. Hey, anyway, if you have email, send them to us at... <laughs> Sorry about that. Send them to us at stuckinthe80s at tampa.com. Please, please tell me now. Please, please tell me now. PPTMN. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud that PPTMN is still around. It was, it was, it's on life that, support. It was touch and go for a while there. It's still on life support. Dear Steve and Sean, or Sean and Steve, whoever's reading. It's always Sean. It's always Sean. Yeah, thanks, Bill, with one L. You should know that if you were a fan of the show. No, I'm just kidding. This is a nice note. Uh, I've been listening to your podcast for a few years now. I've noticed a constant in your shows, and it always bugs me. Uh, whenever you mention bands and albums from the 80s, you almost always talk about, uh, only talk about their hit singles. Well, I'm not sure if that's true, but, you know, Bill has been listening for a few years now, even though he doesn't know who reads the letters. <laughs> Jeez. On, on your most recent podcast, you mentioned the Tattoo You album from the Rolling Stones and said that Start Me Up, Waiting on a Friend, and Hang Fire were the only good songs, completely overlooking songs like Neighbors and Little TNA. Little TNA is a great song. Um, when I saw Duran Duran on the recent tour, my favorite moments were when they played Friends of Mine and The Chauffeur. Also, Sean, last year you made a snarky comment about Gary Newman's show in Orlando. I wonder what he closed with. Well, that's always my joke, right? Yeah. I always joke that. I actually flew down to see that show with my best friend from high school as we were uh, both big Newman fans. Oh, they still are big Gary Newman fans. 
not even Gary Newman is a Gary Newman fan anymore, <laughs> but never mind. He closed with a song called I Die, You Die. Oh, that sounds like a good pick-me-up. <laughs> All right, let's get the hell out of here. Because he knows his audience is filled with fans and not just casual listeners who are there to hear the hit single slash singles. So, PPTMN, are there any songs from any hit albums that were never released as a single that you think are a part of a band's best work? One more thing, Sean. Seeing as I live in Massachusetts, I think I owe you this one. I am wicked. Wicked stuck in the 80s. Yes, wicked awesome. Uh, Bill with one L. Thank you, Bill. Uh, Stephen Q. Spears, you go first. Two two songs come to mind. Um... Off of Ario Speedwagon's High Infidelity album, uh, So Out of Season. You want to hear a piece of it? Yeah. I love the vocals on this song, and I think I it may have been released as a single, but it did nothing on the charts. And they'll still play it every once in a while. Really? Every once in a while. Um, um, and another one that comes to mind is, um, oh God, this is the first love song I remember hearing as a kid. Uh, the song called First Time off of Sticks Cornerstone has, mm-hmm. has this little refrain, don't be afraid of love. And the irony is that all your life you've been afraid of love. Yeah, I know. I need to pay more attention to that song. It's the first time, the first time for love. There could be so many worlds and mountains we could climb together, the two of us. Tonight. I have a real fringe one. I have a real fringe answer. You know I'm a big fan of vinyl, even though you make fun of me uh, for that for my love of vinyl. But I bought the Go, Go West, their debut. Their, their debut Wonder what album. they close with. Shut up! They have lots of hits. They have more hits than Debbie Gibson. I love Go West, <laughs> but they have a song on that album called Innocence, <laughs> which is something I've been afraid of all my life too. Um, Innocence, and I just love it. It's my favorite song by them, and I'm going to ask you to play it right now, and you're probably going to play something silly and stupid, not that song, but go ahead. Ah, it's a good song. I like that. I like it. See, I'm listening to that album. A ton. That album is so good. Will you come over and I'll just I'll, I'll make some uh, little smokies and we'll uh, listen to that album in its entirety. Sounds good. Yeah. Hey, I, I'll tell you one thing right now, uh, Steve Spears. Go west. There's always. I think they still play a lot of shows over there in the UK. Yeah. Um, and in Europe. But if they come to America. If they come to somebody's town in America, Kenosha. If they come to Kenosha, I'll be there. I'll be I'll there. say right there, and we'll do, and we'll record a show. I'll pay for your plane ticket. That's probably <laughs> not true, but I'd like you to join me. So I wish, geez, one of these days, you know, sometimes I roll my eye at the eyes at these like '80s shows that we have going on, 
the last the, the the Vegas show was fun to be there. Yeah, it was a great venue at, at, at Mandalay Bay, but the show was not great. No. Not great. But Go West, one of these days you're going to be like, hey, guess what? And boom, it's you're going to show that the Go West is with like naked eyes and, you know, I don't know, somebody. Survivor. <laughs> Survivor. Oh, God. You know what it'll be? You know what it'll be? Go West and Spandau Ballet. It's be like, no! <laughs> but I'll bite the bullet. I'll go anyway. Yeah, that's good. Hey, until that magic moment comes when we can see both those bands on stage together, Sean Daly and I... And the Spando Ballet Fan Club remain here, hopelessly stuck in the 80s. <gasps> stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for the music for the opening credits. Read our blog at TampaBay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And don't forget to subscribe to the show at iTunes.